Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We're here, and it is a balmy one. So stay cool. It's warm here. Yeah, it's a, it's, but I mean, look, I mean, how, how, I feel like if I'm not starting this podcast talking about how tired I am, I'm talking about how hot it is. Yeah, that's Those general. are the two things that I think about the most. That's your general vibe. Heat and exhaustion, but never heat exhaustion. <laughs> Weird. Dory. Uh, yes, Matt. I don't see a book portion of the podcast today. There isn't one. Oh, this is disappointing. Yeah, I mean... My mother told me to convey that she really enjoyed your book and read it in a couple days. Oh. She said that she messaged you. She texted me and I forgot to text her back. You know, we thought that might have happened. And I said, I'll tell you. And then I remembered just now, so... Thank you for telling me. I will text her back. Think of this podcast as a text because she hears it. Oh, well, Mary, thank you. There you go. It was very thoughtful of you to send me that text. I appreciate it. I'm so glad you read my book and that you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, we talked about things that we might have gotten from each other on the 
podcast, the Patreon podcast yesterday, and, and I think right now, it seems like the one thing you got from me is forgetting to text my mother back. <laughs> That's, That's rubbed off on me. Such a mat trait. <laughs> Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes I will see texts come in on my watch. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that happens a lot. And then, and I'll be like, oh yeah, but then they don't show up as unread on my phone. Right. So I kind of forget about them. Yeah. I find that I, it's easier to miss, weirdly miss replying to a text on when you have the watch on. Yes, unless the reply is just like a thumbs up. Right, thumb the emoji reply. Yeah, always like, a big fine. positive. But if but if I actually need to like type out a couple things, but I can't like say the response. Right, right. You know, I always say the text to speech is pretty good. It is pretty good. Yeah. It is pretty good. I but sometimes to, I don't know. I tend to um, text. Uh, I use that a lot when driving. It's like. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes the typo is so weird that I just send it anyway and then reply after that. Sorry. Whoa. I just read that. That's what Siri thinks I said. Wow. Um, so here we are. It's a Sunday, of course. We're a week closer to it not being the summer. Yeah. That's sort of how I'm looking at things right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a... Fired up the Oculus again. It had been a couple of months since I used it. Yeah, it had been quite a while. I was like, man, I wonder how that thing's doing. I need to move. Let me get some movement going. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I popped that on. Popped over to Zombieland. If anyone out there is an Oculus player and has the Zombieland game, I'm still better than you. Probably. <laughs> I'm, st- uh, I'm still ranked in the top 10 on a lot of the levels, three, four on one or two. Um, the final thing, the big the big test, the big thing you're playing towards at the end, I think I'm still ranked third on that. Mm-hmm. That's in the world, everybody, of Oculus players. I'm impressed. I started, I played a new level and then I finished it and it said I was ranked 1,339th and I was like, well, this won't do. Wow. And then I played it through three or four more times and was in the top 10 and I was like okay that'll do pig that's what I said to myself um that's exciting for you truly um yeah otherwise I mean I don't know what's happening out there I ate a salad today just trying to be better everybody incremental changes resulting in no change whatsoever hey thumbs up so. You know we have a rule on this podcast. What what is that? No negative self talk. No thumbs. Oh, what? That's on this podcast. <laughs> yep. Oh, I feel like you're thinking of a. This different is podcast. Kate Spencer, right? Oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm more of a baritone than Kate is, but okay. Oh, whoops. No, but I I really don't think you should engage in negative self talk on this podcast. All right, new rule for Exit Adventure. Apparently, yep. There we go. I mean, look, you can feel bad about things but i often do but i just uh it makes me sad when you talk so negatively about yourself um interesting okay well i mean look i'm just opening up the doors the windows into my soul to see how i feel about myself and and there it is i don't mean to like say that you can't express your feelings no i don't i know you're not saying that i think yes anyway how are your feelings (laughs) 
my feelings are, are, are okay. Um, I, I have, I have a bunch of work I have to do this week, which is good. Yeah. You know, I like to stay busy. Um, had an idea for, I might, I might've had an idea for a new book. Whoa. Yeah. Is so, this in the, uh, thing that you were talking about doing prior the series you were thinking of doing, or is this separate from that? The series of books you were going to write. I was cozy mysteries. Oh, uh, yeah. This is kind of it's kind of separate. It's in the it's in it's in like the mystery genre, but gotcha. Not cozy. Not not super cozy, yeah, but all right. yeah, not super cozy. I just read a very cozy mystery about a group of retirees who solve <laughs> murders. I mean, that's right up your alley, right? Yeah, that seems like it's it was. It was kind of funny um, because it was like so much in that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Thursday Murder Club. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's cool. Do they get together and just pick up cold cases? Or, yeah, yeah, but then there's a hot case. Uh oh. <laughs> um, it's. I mean. Sounds it's, great. Yeah, it's 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 an easy read. I'll put it that way. Mm. If someone is looking for a charming, easy, cozy mystery read, right? Um, mystery read. Yeah. So that's what's happening with me and with young Henry. Mm-hmm. He's just, uh, he's talking more. This is true. He's imitating a lot more. He's just, yeah, you know, he's doing his thing. He's doing all that Henry kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Saying a lot of uh-ohs and wows. and Oh, no. Yep. Yeah, oh, no is a big thing. <laughs> Doesn't matter what is being done. Oh, no, it is. <laughs> Um, but otherwise I think he, uh, he's having a good time. Yeah. He's really enjoying himself, you know, he's enjoying being Henry right now. I showed him a bunch of, um, videos of himself uh-huh. this morning Again, and he was, his he favorite was, thing in the world he was, was captivated. His favorite thing is him. Mm-hmm. He is a big, big fan. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, should we talk about your spreadsheet? Do we want to talk about that on this podcast? Uh, we talked about it on the Patreon, and then we said we we're going to talk oh, yeah, about the true. results of your that's spreadsheet. That's right. Why don't you tell everyone about my spreadsheet? Dory and I have been talking endlessly about potentially, I don't know, someday not, not renting a house and buying one. So I've been like on this weird kick to like get out of Los Angeles. So I said, I suggested we looked at like what in a price range, like say it was a, you know, Whatever. Let's say it was $800,000, which is not the price, but you know what I mean. We'll compare everything. Meaning, Los Angeles, Central Coast, Long Beach, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine, etc. Austin, Texas was in there. And see what, what we could get for the same monies everywhere. 
and then uh, compare and contrast. So Dory took it upon herself to make many cells in the spreadsheet, things varying from, do we have a social circle? Friends, family? What are the schools like? How close is it to Los Angeles regarding flying back if Matt had to direct something on television and had to come back to L.A. for a week or two? Uh, how close is it to family? So we did that. Dory, I mean, Dory did that. She really busted her butt on it. Put it probably... I mean, I don't even know how many things you put in there. Houses-wise. A lot. Yeah. And we looked. And we looked. And we looked. And did we arrive at any conclusions? I don't know. I mean... The conclusion is that L.A. was the most expensive place. <laughs> it was. Like, yeah. There are places in Brooklyn we could get. I mean, that's how crazy the L.A. housing market is mm-hmm. right now. So, I don't know if that really taught us anything. I mean, I think it made us think about, like, where we would if we were to leave LA, like where we would feel comfortable living. Right. And like, if we're going to leave LA, like what, what, what has to be like so much better about the other place that it would get us to leave Los Angeles where like, I know you really want to leave Los Angeles, but like we are like settled here, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're settled here, but you know, Owning something here versus that, you know, it's hard. It's hard to yeah. Even wrap it your seems head it seems impossible that we could ever potentially own something here, which is like pretty depressing. Yeah, we need wealthy uh, parents, which we don't have. Yeah. So. So someday, maybe someone will adopt us, like a billionaire <laughs> philanthropist. Um. No, but it was interesting to like compare and contrast. Oh wow! Dropped everything. And think about, like, is it better to live somewhere where we have friends but no family? Or family but, like, not a ton of friends? Well, I mean, or... that's where we are right now. Friends I know. no family. I know. What about the weather? Like, you know, there's some places that would be maybe nice to live in, but, like... Yeah, it's interesting to, like, do the weather breakdown today, or rather for yesterday. Yeah. It's silly because the whole country is pretty much the same right now. That's not true. There whoa, were Oh, sorry. There were some places were like in the 70s and rainy and then some places were like in the high 90s and sunny. That's very different. Okay. Jeez. Sorry. Look, I'm just saying. There are there are substantive differences. Right. Um Maybe we should just look into buying multiple timeshares. And then <laughs> well, that's moving a good idea. Every couple of weeks. That's a great investment. Thank you. I think it's th- timeshares, everybody. What they don't tell you about timeshares. Yep. Are they the best investment? No. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Anyway. So if you want to give us a home in Los Angeles, let us know. Otherwise, back off. Whoa. Um, all right. So that's, that's yeah. No, no, nothing substantial in, in development-wise there. But I will say a lot of good, good work and good effort put in by Dory Shafir, the lady. Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
You're very welcome, honey. Uh, now, I suppose we should tell everybody things about the podcast. You can leave your podcast reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's helpful. Five-star reviews genuinely very helpful. Do you know somebody going through IVF? Maybe you don't. But when you do, send them our way. Facebook group exists. If you're like, uh, if you're like, man, these signals aren't going off fast enough for me, get over to the Facebook group. Drop a signal in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can head to facebook.com uh, slash group slash excellent adventure. You can support the show on the Patreon. With the uh, Patreon, uh, you can go to excellentadventure.com. It'll link you to everything, but patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. That'll get you uh, to our Patreon. You can support the show and get up to two bonus podcasts every single month. We have a Twitter we don't use, at ExcellentPod. We have an email address, which we do use, Dorian Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. And you can call and leave a voicemail at 413-461-BABY. Yep. There you go. Um, now, is this the start of the show? Yeah. This one here from Sue? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we should take a break and be yeah. right back. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks tees and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good look when i open up my uh sock drawer and i see a clean pair of bombas sitting on top not only do my feet sort of jump for joy but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase, 
for virtually any reason. They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. But All right. I teased it. Sue. Dory, what's Sue have to say? Well, Matt, perhaps you remember Sue wrote in um, a week or two ago to say that she had read my book in 16 hours. And you were like, that is not fast at all, considering that, Dory, <laughs> you read your audiobook in like eight and a half hours. And I was yes. like, oh, interesting. That's a good point. So Sue wrote in to clarify. Thank God. That it did not take her 16 hours to read my book. She read it within 16 hours? I should have been more precise. I read Thanks for Waiting in four hours within 16 hours of the book arriving on my doorstep. Oh, well, that's a horse of a different color. I stayed on the trolley past my stop to keep reading. Oh, a trolley ride. Yeah. Where is she trolleying? Um, there used to be a trolley. There is a trolley in downtown Lowell. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Take the trolley. I don't know where Sue is. She just, in her first email, she just said that she's in an urban condo, but doesn't Sue, say where. could you possibly be in the neighborhood, make-believe neighborhood, and take the trolley from <laughs> Mr. Rogers' living room into the... That'd be cool. All right, Sue, I appreciate the clarification, genuinely. Yes. And thank you for reading Dory's thank book. Thank you. Um, all right. I mean, I'm hoping that she's in Boston because... There's lots of trolleys in Boston. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, last week, the vaginismus signal went out. Yes, it did. And Anonymous has written in with some thoughts. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. I'm writing in response to the vaginismus signal. And I realized after finishing that this is pretty long, so I understand if you can't read it all. Well, guess what? We can Okay. This is not a signal anyone wants to have the personal experience to respond to, but here I am. I've experienced vaginismus secondary to a skin condition I have called vulvar lichen planus. Hmm. Yes, it's as un unpleasant as you might imagine a skin condition on your vulva would be. Lichen, I think that's how you pronounce it, L-I-C-H-E-N, planus causes chronic inflammation and pain of the vulvar skin and can cause tear tears slash cuts, fusing of the skin, and painful intercourse. I developed vaginismus because painful sex from the lichen planus caused tensing, so things were more painful because of the tense slash tight muscles, and it became it becomes a vicious cycle. Vulvar and vaginal conditions tend to be underdiagnosed because many doctors assume a lot of sexist things, that women are just stressed out, anxious, it's all in our heads, etc. Doctors told me all kinds of incorrect things for years, including that I just had a lot of yeast infections, even though I never tested positive for yeast, and that I just needed to have a drink before sex and learn to relax. What? 
That was advice given to you by a medical professional? Yikes. Jesus Christ. I finally found a great book, The V Book by Dr. Elizabeth Stewart, that helped me discover what was really going on. I highly recommend it for anyone with a vulva slash vagina, even if you're not having any issues with it. For folks experiencing pain and difficulty with sex, don't give up. You are your own best advocate. You know your body better than anyone. Don't be afraid to research. Keep asking questions and not give up until you find the medical professionals who help. We love a second opinion, right? To the listener, I want to encourage you that I was able to have a healthy pregnancy and vaginal birth despite this condition. It isn't possible or the best choice for everyone. The best outcome is a healthy baby and healthy mother, whether via vaginal birth or C-section birth. But the listener asked if vaginal birth could be possible with this condition. And the answer is yes. Pelvic floor physical therapy was probably the single most helpful thing I did at that time in my journey with this. So I strongly encourage the listener to follow up on this. As she mentioned, my husband went to PT with me and we learned how to do various exercises and massages at home to maximize the benefits of the treatment. And it made a huge difference. Another amazing tool she may want to explore is the Millie dilator. It's an expandable dilator that gently vibrates to help with muscle relaxation and very gradual pro- uh, progresses at the individual's comfort level. Hmm. And that is at milliforher.com, M-I-L-L-I for her.com. I hope the listener who sent out the vaginist Miss Signal feels hope and knows that she is not alone. It's not the kind of topic that tends to come up easily and that people are really eager to hear about, but it's out there and it affects many of us. Now that I've shared way too much about my vulva and vagina in a fairly public forum, I'll switch to the Disney portion of the pod. Whoa. <laughs> Specifically the dining Twist. out portion. I haven't heard you mention the sci-fi dine-in theater, but I could have missed it. Have you eaten there? We went there last year just before everything shut down and found it to be so much fun if you're into the retro theme, of course. Our son has a lot of dietary restrictions and the chef came to our table to check in and specifically share all the things he could do to make the menu work for us. It's really rare we get to eat out with so many choices for our son and in such a fun setting. It was a great experience we would recommend to others. I've never eaten there. That's cool. I mean, I know of it and uh, that's very nice of that chef. I hear Disney's pretty good about uh, food uh, restriction-y kind of things. Thanks for the podcast that makes going back to work on Monday mornings bearable as I can look forward to brightening my commute. And that is from Anonymous in Maine with seven in 1700 square feet with me, the hubs, one kiddo, two cats, two bunnies, and lots of fish. And she adds, I've eaten more hot dogs this year than I care to admit as they are an easy high protein snack late at night when I'm hungry and unmotivated to make complicated slash healthier things. They're always Applegate Farms organic slash grass fed, (laughs) which makes me feel marginally better about my somewhat lazy dietary choice. Applegate Farms will make a mean, you know, chicken and pineapple sausage kind of a thing. But uh, I don't know about these these hot dog situations from them. Have you, know. you, have you had them? Like, yeah, I feel like I have. I feel them? like I have tried them. Yes. I've had, you know, I had a quest a while back to see, uh, or not see, but like f- try to find some sort of uh, hot dog that was acceptable to me and my New England palate out here. And it, 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 few and far between. Maybe two. Hmm. different brands but never always in stock you know what i'm saying hmm. thank you for listening to my hot dog discussion everybody <laughs> <sighs> all right well that is some really helpful vaginismus um very comprehensive advice i uh don't disagree 
I like it. That, that was, here's how comprehensive that was. That came with not only a, a, a recommendation of book, but also came with a device recommendation. So I would give that email five out of five stars. Wow. Yeah, because okay. it also had a tw- Disney portion in it and a comprehensive hot dog update. Wow. I mean, it hit every everything that I need, which yeah. is also 1,700 square feet in Maine. <laughs> um, thank you for this five out of five star email. <laughs> Anonymous. Okay. We have another signal to go out yes. from Lindsay. Yes. Hello, Dorian Matt. I wanted to write in for four reasons. Okay. First, I'm thankful to you both for sharing your story and creating this space. When I think about how I found excellent and how you are still part of my weekly self-care, I'm overcome with emotion. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Second, since my son was born, I wanted to put out the help syndrome signal and today I'm doing it. That's H-E-L-L-P. I had a traumatic delivery and help was the most severe effect. My spouse and I contemplate a second child, but I am worried about the second delivery being as severe and life-threatening as the first. We talked to two OBs from the same practice and they both agreed that my first experience is not indicative of my second. However, one of my greatest fears is having a second scary pregnancy and or delivery and not being here to see my baby slash babies grow up. Does anyone have experience with pregnancy after help and or living life after the trauma of help. I put this question to a few Facebook groups and crickets. Finally, this last question slash topic is related to the latter and morphs into its own regarding unused embryos. Thanks for staying with me. I listen intently to all discussions on the pod regarding siblings because this weighs heavily on my mind for pretty much every reason and feeling that has been stated and shared on the pod. I see all of them. One, we have embryos on ice. We are extremely grateful. And the stress, pressure, and guilt to use all of them is true. Two, I always thought I would have two children. Three, I don't know if having another child is worth the risk to my health, but this makes me feel guilty and very sad and then conflicted. Ultimately, I could use some help finding peace with having one child by choice and joy with my family being complete. Signal out. Embryo obsession is real. During fertility treatment, we are focused and consumed about banking as many embryos as we can. And if we are lucky enough to have more than one healthy embryo, it doesn't surprise me that soon after a miracle baby is born, some of us start obsessing and planning for the rest. I have guilt about not using our embryos and not trying to give our son a sibling. I want to share a piece of advice from my husband that has been the most mentality changing for me. Nobody asked us how many unused embryos we wanted. Couples who have not experienced fertility struggles do not have to procreate until they exhaust their entire pregnancy potential. So why should we? Hugs, Lindsay, with zero hot dogs this year, living in 2,600 square feet in Denver, Colorado, with a spouse, a 20-month-old science baby, and a mature French bulldog named Eugene. <laughs> uh so I looked it up. It's it's very rare help syndrome. Twenty thousand cases, fewer than twenty thousand U.S. cases a year. We have talked about it before. Um, I believe yes. Look, I don't doubt that somebody out there is going to be able to have some sort of camaraderie or helpful information. But I had to look it up mm-hmm. to see what the hell help stood for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can see exactly why she typed the acronym. So, okay, I just searched our email. And in 2018, oh my God. we heard from a listener who had originally 
reached out to us about is Bo outside? Oh, you must be obviously about um, getting pregnant. Her her husband had just been diagnosed with skin cancer. Mm-hmm. Then she followed up and said a few months later and said that they had gotten pregnant. Um, but that she had help with her first baby and nearly died. So now that I'm pregnant again, I have to take some extra precautions. One of the things I'm doing is daily injections of Lovenox, a blood thinner. So that could be something to ask your um, doctor about. Now, I know that another, um, another listener had who wrote in had help syndrome with two pregnancies and then ended up um using a surrogate for her third baby um and so yeah so we have okay so there is another listener i'm looking at this other email this is from 2017 so we're going back Um, Someone found a Facebook support group. I don't know if it is still active, but it was called Bravely Facing Pregnancy After Help for Women Who Have Had Preeclampsia with Help and Are Trying to Conceive Again. Studies have shown that there is an approximately 30% chance of preeclampsia occurring in the next pregnancy. Huh. That's a a pretty decent chance. Yep. Yep. So, I guess I'll say woof. Um, and yeah, there's yeah, there's there's a few more. So this this has come up. I wonder if you have asked if you've asked in the excellent adventure group because I feel like a bunch of the people who wrote in might be active in the Facebook group as well, right. Um, and might have some thoughts. So, um, yeah. And I, I like that. I like your husband's reframe on the question of the unused embryos as well. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. We are going to take another short break. And we will also be right. Did I just hear a thud? I just knocked the side off. Oh, I was wondering if, like, Bo or Henry was out and about. Don't worry. Holly's here. Someone's watching. Don't (laughs) worry. We're not just like, oh, it must be our kid and our Uh. dog out there. All right. We'll be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, we're back. We're breezing along here. Hopefully your commute is uh, wrapping up shortly. <laughs> if anyone's commuting. If anyone's not commuting. Good job. Yep, yep, yep. All right. 
moving on to a different topic. This is from Finley. Dear Dory, I'm a longtime listener of the pod. I just wanted to write to tell you how much I loved your book and also to ask for advice. I devoured Thanks for Waiting in roughly 36 of the most stressful hours of my life when my mom was having major surgery to remove a tumor. Reading about how you took your time to come into your own with such elegant prose made the waiting to hear about my mom infinitely easier. So thank you. Oh, that's so nice. Now for my question. My sister will be coming from the States. We're in Montreal later in the week to visit slash help out with the recovery. And she will have to leave her nine-month-old behind with dad because neither are Canadian citizens yet. Mm-hmm. My sister and I are dual. So my question is, what can I do to help my sister with the inevitable separation anxiety she will feel during this first ever trip away from baby? I live in a two-bedroom apartment in Ottawa. No idea the square footage, but I guess probably like 1500 with a roommate. I've probably eaten like 15 hot dogs this year <laughs> since I get them every time I go to Costco. Love the show. Keep it going forever. Finley. P.S. My mom's surgery went perfectly with no complications. It'll be a long road to recovery, but her prognosis is good. Great. That's good news. Um, I wonder how the like, she have a quarantine still. Isn't that a thing that's still happening? When you go to um, Canada, so, the States. okay. So here's the thing. If you are an immediate family member of a Canadian citizen, you can go to Canada. Just just go. I'm like, peace out. I'm going to Canada. I'm literally looking at the yeah. um, Canada.ca website uh-huh. to be eligible to travel to Canada as a foreign national. You must meet the requirements for one of the following an immediate family member of a Canadian citizen, person registered under Canada's Indian Act or permanent resident who is staying in Canada. And you have to be staying in Canada for 15 days or more. You must, so maybe they're not staying for 15 days. Immediate family members staying for less than 15 days must be traveling for a non-discretionary purpose, which probably means like a funeral or something. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're, maybe they're not, maybe the sister's not planning on staying for 15 days. Well, you know what? I think they've already got the travel thing worked out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I think maybe, maybe your sister's going to be like, secretly, this is great to be away from this kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, what can you do to help? I, I would say just like keep her busy. That's true. You know, just keep her busy. Like there should be a lot to do. And also like, let her be, let her be sad if she's sad about it. Right. You know? Um, but I would also say like at nine months, there's no point in like FaceTiming the baby. It's just going to confuse the baby. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, nine months when their eyes are sort of like, wait, what? Yeah. I mean, even when you had COVID and we tried to have you FaceTime Henry, mm-hmm. he was like terrified. He was very confused by it. Yeah. He was like, what is happening? How is Dita in this tiny box? Yeah. And then. Is he coming out? Then we tried just doing your voice and that was even like worse. <laughs> he started crying. So. Yeah, I guess I would say, yeah, skip that. 
skip that. <laughs> touch base. Touch base with the husband. Yeah. And make sure everything's good. And you know what? The trip will be over sooner than you know. That's true. That is that is probably very true. Um, was that terrible advice? Was that even advice? I think it was advice. All right. So, all right. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. This is from Jess. Hi, Matt and Dory. You two were discussing asking Henry about going potty versus telling him. My son was a micro preemie, so he sees lots of specialists. Both his occupational therapist and speech therapist have told us that we should tell our son to do something versus asking him. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have the option to say no. For example, we're not supposed to say, can you say apple? We're supposed to say, apple, your turn. And we're supposed to say, point to the horse instead of, can you point to the horse? Mm -hmm. For the record, it's really difficult. Just wanted to write in and say Dory is right, as usual. (laughs) Winky face. (laughs) Winky face, winky face. Jess in 2,000 square feet in Minnesota with husband, dog, one science toddler, and another science baby on the way. We eat a lot of hot dogs slash brats, but the best I've had this year was a quarter pound beef hot dog from Hormel. Hormel. They used to be the dome dog at Vikings at Twins games until the Metrodome was torn down. Ah, yes. Um, you know, before Henry's nap today, I said, okay, it's time to sit on the potty. And he like trotted into the bathroom. Uh, that's inaccurate. He bounced around his bedroom with poop hanging out. Ping ponged. He was excited. He was excited, but to go to the, to- the to only go reason to the potty. he, was doing that was because I had to wipe his poop off because I didn't realize that, the, that he had pooped. I told you, and you said I, I had a big, he had a big poop this morning. I was like, well, and then boom, poop. Yep, you were right. Yesterday, he did not poop. So I was like. Which is like almost never happened in his young life. Yeah, I would say like maybe, maybe twice. Once, yeah. once or twice. So I think I was like, oh, he's saving it up. He's going to be a poop machine tomorrow. <laughs> and so far. He's been a poop machine. Yeah, he woke up. He had a huge poop when I got him this morning that seemed very fresh. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he was like lying in poop for hours. Um, and then he pooped before his nap. Welcome, anyway. Welcome to Poop Talk. The point being that I I told him he was going to go sit on the potty and he did not argue with me or say meow. 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 TV. Meow. I mean, nothing came out when he sat on the potty, but he sat on it. Look, it's the act of getting yeah. used to this, you know? He farted on it. That's good. And seemed, like, excited by that. That is, uh, <laughs> I mean, it probably made a very funny echoey sound. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Jess, thank you for seeing me, <laughs> validating my opinions. Thank you for validating, Dory. Anyone else would like to validate Dory, please write into the podcast <laughs> at doryshafrier.net slash podcasts. <sighs> All right. This is from Lucy. Don't knock the Chicago dog. Have you ever had one? On paper, it looks like a crazy assortment of toppings, but in real life, it's absolutely amazing. I'd been traveling to Chicago several times a year for a few years before I finally tried one, and it was life-changing. Now I make it a point to have one on most of my Chicago trips. If you're a New Englander in the Michigan-adjacent Midwest and looking for a good hot dog, my favorite is Kogel's Natural Casing Dogs. And it's just not a trip to Michigan until you see a serve-the-curve billboard. (laughs) If you're lucky, you might even find some top-sliced buns at... I don't know how to say this this supermarket name. Uh, What do you mean, Kroger? No. 
Meyer? Meyer. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. Don't you know how to spell things in the Norwegian fashion? No, like, I don't. Like Thor's hammer being Mjolnir? That's okay. the only reason I can spell it. So at Meyer or maybe Kroger. In thanks for waiting news, I requested it through my library, and today the hold request is pending. I should have it soon. I'm so excited. Lucy living in 2,100 square feet in Indiana with one boyfriend and now five cats. Uh-oh. A kitten turned up under a porch all alone a few weeks ago. Up to 10 or 12 hot dogs for the year. At least four of those Chicago dogs and the rest Kogels. I bet it was no accident. I bet your cats have been like meowing out the window being like, come on in. There's already four of us. Oh, like they invited meow, them Meow, meow. <laughs> These suckers. Uh, yeah, their lives revolve around us. Meow. Come on in, meow, meow. That's what they do. <laughs> that's, how, that's how cats talk? Yes, that's exactly. Wow. 100% how cats talk. I didn't, I didn't realize that. <sighs> hmm. Dory. Yes, Matt. We are nearing the end here. We are. It's true. And the fact that in, in as much as we've read the last email. Yep. If yep. anyone else has to email us, please, you know, don't shy away. It could be about anything you'd like. Obviously, we're in the Disney portion of the show, and uh, there are no Disney emails to discuss, which yeah. I would say is disappointing. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we got to go all the way back to the beginning of the pod to talk about Anonymous's uh, five-star email. Yeah. Before we achieve anything close to a great resolution to this podcast. Wow, I mean, I feel true. like I can't close the loop. You know, the podcast loop. I feel like the loop is open until we end with Disney. Well. What is new here? Mask mandates. They got to wear a mask again at Disney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all kind of figured that was coming. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ratatouille is going to open in October. Dory and I have written that. We wrote it in Paris. Oh, that's right. Um, so it's like, we're not in a rush. Um Although it'd be nice to understand more than 30% of the dialogue. Mm. Way. Way. Um, what else is happening out there? I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of it. That's where we're at, everybody. So. Remember, if you want a longer podcast, email us. Yep. You'll get one. <laughs> Matt and Dory at Gmail or Dory and Matt at Gmail. Um, or, or call us. Call us, 413-461-BABY. That's really all we have to say. So I hope you have arrived at your destination. um, And or I hope the dishes are done. Thanks for podcasting while you did stuff. Uh, Well, let's thank our Patreon supporters, too. Let's do that because they're the best and they get to listen to even more of us. You can support us on Patreon. Get two bonus episodes a month. Patreon.com slash Excellent Adventure. And we thank everybody at the $5 level or above every month. Carolyn Land, thank you. Jennifer H.S. Andy James. Tyler Rosewood. Abba N. Alan L. Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alessandra Ragusa. Alex Bell. Alex Liu. Amanda Fujita. Amanda Lady. Amy. Ann Flucker. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven anonymous people. April Holwerda. Ariana Perry. Ashley Cicely Lee. Aurora and Zelda. Becca Foster. Bianca Loria. Bradley Johnson. Britt S. Baker. Bruno Macias. CJ. Carly Moore. Carolyn N. Car- Kathy Hill. 
Chinami Worth. Christina Smith. Cynthia Meisner. Debbie Meredith, a.k.a. Lex Conan's mom. Diana. Diana Robinson. Diana M. Martin, star Doc, of the show. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Edwina Goodingham. Edwina Morgan Bodo. Uh, Elena Palling. Elizabeth Gerardo. And Emily F., thank you all so very, very much. We appreciate you. We appreciate you more than you can know. And as a result, we can now say good night or good afternoon or good morning. So long. Bye, everyone.